a shot of wrestling episode 21 and away we go coming to you from omega studios in new york city it's a shot of wrestling on tonight's show it's a celebration as we celebrate the 15th wrestling anniversary of the miz and independence day I'm the Green Man, and now, here's your host, the Miserable, Michael J. Honey! Hey, what's going on? What's up, Miserable, Michael J. Yeah, I was going to let that slide until you said something, so um, it's been 15 years since the Miz debuted on The Real World, not his wrestling anniversary, dumbass. Ah. <sighs> I was going to let that slide. I was going to let that slide until you called me miserable. (laughs) You couldn't couldn't wait. Oh, the war room. Oh, man. You could not wait to celebrate anything, Miz. But this is the episode. You could Miz out the whole. I I give you full permission to to mark out on the Miz. When we go on break, I can put my Miz necklace on. Put your Miz necklace, your your Miz bracelet. Yeah, two of them. Your Miz shirt. Do you you have like a world title with the logo upside down so you could have the Miz title? They don't sell that one. Oh. Yeah, they saw the edge one with the R. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, but yeah, it was. So it was 15 years ago. Not that he debuted into our wrestling screen, but he debuted into our regular screen. A screen, yeah. Maybe, maybe we need to reminisce because since I was a little confused, well, you remind me the an epic moment, and maybe we should reminisce all these great moments of the Miz during this whole episode. We definitely don't have enough time for that, oh. or else we'd be here all <laughs> night till episode 22. Oh. Well, me. Let's start from the beginning and let's see how far we could get. How about that, Michael J? Um, one way to find out, right? All right, let's you go. do it, but to do it, right? You take that goddamn earth, check this shit out. That doesn't goddamn hurt a thing, cause I am the fucking miss, and the miss does not break. Do you understand me? Oh god, it doesn't break. God damn it. The miss is uh. A character I created. Um, he's the, he's basically a, a wrestling star, and uh, he's ready for the big the big leagues. <laughs> wow, the Miz on the Real World. I remember that epi- the the episode. I remember that season. Did you watch that season? Yeah, I was I was pretty big. It's like one of those things you were watching. It's like one of those hot shows. Um, I don't I don't watch the Real World anymore. Is it still on? I think so. Yeah. And uh, remember what it was the other show? Uh, Road Rules. Road rules. I watched the yeah. road rules a couple times. Yeah, and now now they just have challenges. The yeah, challenge. stop the real world road rules challenge. Mm, said it. <laughs> Give me a couple more shots. I've not been able to set it. So good yeah. thing. But uh, yeah, so the introduction of the Miz and the character. He yeah. was completely different in his mind as he was growing his own character at a young age, who he thought he wanted to be, because he kind of has like this honky tonk man kind of. I'm the Miz, and this is this is the Miz character. I'm the champion, but that's not exactly who he is. He's just awesome now. He's, he's awesome. That's all he is. That's all he is, and more. You know, we could spend sense. the whole night talking about the Miz, but fuck it, let's do it. <laughs> but there's so then, no- episode seven of the Real World, he said this. Okay, you know, we have. Uh, if you're listening to the show for the first time, what a great choice you've made. Uh, we know we have different fans of different ages uh, and different uh, understandings of wrestling. Um, some of you who are listening, thank you for supporting us. Um, 
Well, we're about learning here. Oh, before we start learning. What? We're recording the show Wednesday. Wednesday Do your night. your schedule Wednesday. July 6th. July 6th. We usually do it on Thursday or Friday. Right. Wednesday, July 6th. July 6th. Happy birthday to my brother. <laughs> if you're listening, happy birthday. Now I get some brownie points. Great. Okay, great. Now, now back to the show. Now he's famous. Now, you, now you're doing shout outs. Yeah, shout What's his name, by the way? Roberto. Roberto. All right, Roberto. Happy birthday to you. Feliz cumpleaños, my friend. Back at you. So, so uh, teach us a little bit about wrestling for all the fans who are just starting to get familiar with the talk. Okay. Let's go into words of wrestling. This, this needs an entrance music. <laughs> Excuse me. This week's word is heel. We've used that a lot. A lot. Get your shots ready. <laughs> Spoiler alert. A heel, also known as a rudo in Lucha Libre. Wow. Nice. Thank you. Good for you. Is a wrestler who is villainous or a quote-unquote bad guy. Like Reza Ramon. Who is booked by the promotion to be in the position of being an antagonist. They are typically opposed by their polar opposites, faces are the heroic protagonists or good guys air quotes more theatrical heels would feature dramatic outfits giving off a nasty or otherwise dangerous look an example of a dramatic looking heel is the wrestler known as Ooh, me 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 pick me pick me the undertaker oh, pick me. Okay. when of course he was a heel now that we know the meaning of the word, you can play along in this week's drinking game. Take a shot or a swig of your drink every time we say the word heel. I think everybody's pretty safe for the first half of the show. Yeah. But once the second half hits, you're going to be drinking. <laughs> and for those new listeners, the second half, we break down raw with raw cheers and heels. Cheers. cheers. <laughs> Goddamn, you know some good stuff right there, man. All right, my man. Um, well, thank you for educating us there. There's something that's been in the talks of wrestling forums, dirt sheets, uh, pretty much ever since after WrestleMania, because it's been rumored that a WWE draft will be coming our way. Can't wait. So as we're getting closer, we started off last week with our predictions of the WWE draft. We did. And um, I was designated as the Raw COO okay. of the show, and you were designated as the SmackDown I, for blue, COO so, yeah. of the I, show. I had the number one pick. I picked John Cena. All right. And I had the number two pick, and I picked Roman Reigns, which I got to be honest, after listening to the show and Let's thinking about it, yeah, I don't think I made the best choice, to be honest. The, this, this, this guy's suspended right now for choice. violation policy. Uh, I don't we know. can't take it back. I can't take it back, you know? And that's the great thing about the draft. Like, I wonder how it's going to play off. Like, what if someone gets a dud by mistake because they get too excited and they get, you know, Adam Rose and then realize, holy shit, Adam Rose is not in WWE no more. That that wouldn't happen. No. Okay. So in round two, you go first. Okay. But I'm assuming we can predict each other's picks. I'm pretty sure we can. You picked Roman Reigns, so I'm assuming you're going to pick Seth Rollins. And since you picked John Cena, I'm going to assume that you're going to pick AJ Styles. That's correct. Oh, wow. So let's skip right to number three. Let's go to number three. My Love turn. It. Awesome. <laughs> I, need, 
<laughs> I gave a lot of thought to this pick. I'm going two birds, one stone. Oh, wow. I don't think I'm expecting this. I think you are. I naturally want to pick one of my guys I'm very high on. That's what we're going to do. Oh, I know who you're going. Along with this guy is going to bring my favorite title. I'm drafting the man we honor tonight, intercontinental champion, the Miz. Oh, wow. And you get Maurice on that trade. Oh, wow. Brilliant. First title title drafted. Wow. Very good. Very good. Who are you going to pick? I was worried you were going to steal him. Uh, You know, you're lucky that in this round you went. Is that who you're going to pick? Because that was definitely who I had my eye on. Is that who you think I was going to pick? Yeah, absolutely. Two birds, one stone. First title. And... Being that that is your pick and you kind of took that under under my nose, mm-hmm. you have a title. I need a title. You do. I, I need a title. Mm-hmm. So I will do the same. Okay. And I will pick two birds, one stone. Okay. And pick the United States champion, <laughs> Rusev. Which got- along with that comes oh, Lana. Not bad. Not bad. The, the ravishing Russian Lana. Awesome. Good picks. We have some great... Great yeah, rosters. We forming. have great rosters. Who knows if these are the rosters that the WWE will play off of? So next week we'll give our fourth and fifth picks. And then stay tuned to our Facebook page. We'll release our supplemental drafts five through ten. Yes. Breaking news to the Grammy. He does not know about Which leads me to rumor has it. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. Yeah, it. this week on Rumor Has It edition of the WWE draft. These are the rumors. I don't know. Some of them you may have heard from already, Michael J. Um, rumor number one. This is just all about the WWE draft. Rumor number one. John Cena and AJ Styles will be drafted to the same brand. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. You, you picked it yourself. Yeah. I don't know if rumor has it, but the New Day will be split up. Okay. I never got how they draft tag teams, but sometimes they draft individual members of tag teams, splitting up team up. There's no rules. It's 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 chaos. <laughs> well, I, I think the only thing that makes me think that this rumor could come true is, I mean, we'll get it to our raw cheers and heels segment, but uh, Xavier Woods promo and his he's not feeling the positivity so much right now. No. So I I, I could believe that Kurt Angle returns and becomes a draft choice. Not gonna happen. Enzo Amore and Big Cass also will please, be split up. Please no. Please. Do not, I do not want to believe this rumor, just like you. There could be so much better things. Yeah. Finn Balor will debut as part of the draft. Okay, I can see that. Stephanie McMahon drafts Seth Rollins. So you're saying Stephanie McMahon gets Raw? Well, there, there's a rumor within a rumor. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Two birds, one stone. There again. you go. Um... While we're talking about Two Birds, One Stone, Shane McMahon will draft the WWE champion, whoever it may be, after Battleground. Okay. The so you un- think Shane McMahon gets Raw? Wait, what's No, what's so, so Stephanie yeah. gets Raw and Shano gets SmackDown. That, that's my prediction on that. Um, someone we haven't talked to about in a while, but The Undertaker. Once again, I got to ask you, who? (laughs) The Undertaker (laughs) will not be drafted. Duh. Duh? Obviously. What do you mean, obviously? This is news to me. If he's part of the uh, talent pool, he should be draftable. First of all, that's going to be a dud pick. 
because he's not really around. He gets once a year. Let's All right. He transcends it. Stephanie McMahon will also claim the women's championship and, and whoever's holding that title. That's cool. Yeah, I could see that. And finally, Brock Lesnar signs with Monday Night Raw. Say it like you mean it. Brock Lesnar signs with Monday Night Raw. That makes sense. Yeah. You liking this rumors? Rumor has it. Do you believe it? I don't believe it. Believe it or not, not all of them. I mean, some of them. Just Kurt Angle a couple weeks ago, it's not going to happen. I mean, I would love to see it happen. I don't think it should happen as part of the draft. It's not going to happen. I I don't see Enzo Amore breaking up. I hope they don't. Especially because Big Cass, the way he cuts promos. I, I, I think they're like an odd couple. You know, I can see that, yeah. Um, but I think the absence of Enzo Amori when he had that concussion gave the WWE the foresight of, all right, Big Cass could make it on his own. He did great. He did really well. Once Enzo came back, he kind of took a step back, actually. And I think separating them will definitely give Big Cass that continued push that he was getting while Enzo was away. And Enzo was very charismatic. I, I could totally see him as maybe... Getting the fans behind him, just like in a way that Daniel Bryan got the fans behind him. My wife, that's that's a that's a big that's a stretch, big stretch. I mean, they're the very same build, body wise. And are they though? Enzo is a lot more charismatic than Daniel Bryan was. Is he opinion. though? Yes. He reads his, he reads his promos. It's not like he writes them on his sleeve like The Rock or something. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think he's very well, and he just. I am Big Cass, and you are going to go down, and I'm going to beat you because saying. you are S A F T soft. No, I'm saying the way just Enzo. Mo- Enzo is the one who reminds me of. Daniel oh, Ryan. sorry, Enzo. Enzo. I think talking about Cass. Right. Yeah, yeah Big Cass. Yeah, I was going to say yeah, not even close, but no. Big Cass is just a big power, and and hopefully his wrestling stuff. They give him more time in the ring will develop to something worthwhile. Well, we'll soon have seen, and those are the rumors. Okay. All right. So on, it's been a very slow news week, but our next segment we need to move it along. We have a lot of things to talk about. All right, let's get to our next segment. It's in the news with Michael J. Putty and the Green Man. Now with sound effects, huh? Now with intros. Well, we have to distinguish when we're ready to start the news, so... Not, not bad for a first take. We can work on that, right? Yeah. So what you got for us? Multiple sources are reporting that a stimulant called <clears throat> Mine. amphetamine, sounded out, <laughs> was found in Roman Reigns' system. Amphetamine can be found in something as minor as ADHD medicine or something as serious as cocaine or ecstasy. Whoa. It is also being reported that the head of WWE Talent Relations, Mark Carano of Total Divas fame, requested for Reigns to stand in front of the entire locker room and apologize before he flew home for the month. Very embarrassing. You know, that's very interesting because that's something we did not report last week when we were talking about the suspension or people addressing the suspension, but it was definitely in the dirt sheets. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely in the dirt sheets and we, I can't confirm or deny if it actually happened or what the timeline behind that was because when they heard the news, it was right after Monday Night Raw ended or 
because it was the next morning. It was like within those 24 hours, like like Roman Reigns was on Raw. The next 24 hours, you heard about his suspension. You didn't know why until this week. Right. But if Mark Carano had put Roman Reigns to get in front of the WWE talent, the roster, when was the only possible time to do it? Raw, yeah. It would have either happened at the conclusion of Raw, which means that the E would have found out that oh, night. Probably before Raw. Yeah. So, or they must have flew him to the SmackDown tapings and said, hey, get the team no, together. I think it was probably before Raw. Do you, think, do you think they go home? What do you mean? They, they have. Raw's like 8 o'clock Eastern Central, Eastern Time. Say so Zack Ryder comes out at 8 30, wrestles a match. He doesn't stay till like eleven thirty, does he? No, I think they stay till the very end. Yeah. I think it's out of respect. And there's a lot of wrestling sh- um, videos about like the background scenes and when people do like the beyond the ring segments, and and you definitely see a level of respect. Like the guys stay behind because you don't oh, want to yeah, be the tra- guy who starts up the yeah. show and then you know what I did my job and I'm out. You know, um, reports claim that Reigns will retain his merchandise money. And downside guarantee. However, he will be losing about $100,000 worth of money made for TV and live events. Damn. Ouch. That sucks. Well, let me toast one off for uh, Roman here. Nice. Very good. Very good here. In the same news, Chris Jericho spoke with IBTimes.com and was asked about the Roman Reigns suspension being addressed on WWE television. He said, I think they have to because he's the top guy in the company and his push the last few years have, has been astronomical. And he gets a huge reaction whether you like him or not. He's definitely a polarizing figure. And people make noise when he comes out. So I think it was smart for them to move onto this and take ownership of it. Because if they didn't, you're almost manifesting it into a bigger thing. It's like you're trying to hide it and they're not trying to hide it. It shows that the wellness policy is a thousand percent legit. Because if there was anybody they tried to protect, it would be him. I saw a graphic because... I don't know if we talked about this last week or not, but Vince McMahon's going to build Roman Reigns as a redemption story when he comes back. So hopefully fans, he overcomes this adversity and he comes back and fans will get behind him the way they did with Daniel Bryant. But I saw a graphic. The night he comes back, they're going to have a WWE 24-7 about Roman Reigns oh. and a suspension. I don't know if it's real or not. Oh, wow. Interesting. But then he's, he's, he's really suspended if the cameras are on him. <laughs> we'll see. Curious. Well... I'm interested on how the fans will be reacting when he does make a, a return. They won't care. Because, no. They're you'll definitely have those gonna, smarks people, people chanting like cocaine user or something. Oh, they're yeah, they're making, saying, yeah. making chants. I mean, the, I'm sure the E is going to dumb it down. It's not cocaine. But ephephetamine could be found in cocaine. You mentioned it yourself. Or ecstasy, yep. Or, maybe maybe he's an ecstasy user, you know? Maybe he's, that's, that's both maybe he's taking Molly, you know, before he comes out just to try to bring up his charisma. I don't know. Whatever. In other news, Hope, Michael. Hopefully he comes back and turns to <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, Cody Rhodes, the legend that we talked about last week. Yes. He will be a guest star in the upcoming season of Arrow. Arrow stars Stephen Amell, who fought Rhodes last year at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. He did a really good job. Not bad. Yeah. At the 
Arrow panel at the Heroes and Villains Fan Fest this past weekend, Amel made this announcement. Before we get going, we have an announcement. We have a new guest star for Arrow this year, Mr. Cody Rhodes. I'm so fired up for this guy. We've been friends for over a year. I know Cody really wanted to get into the acting business. He went to L.A., right for the part, and his deal closed yesterday. And the dude is going to be on Arrow. I'm so fired up. Apparently, he's, apparently he's fired up. Yeah, that's, that's what I got from the whole... said fucking twice. <laughs> uh, Cody addressed it briefly on Twitter, and he said, I step into this respectfully, humbly, and looking to do it justice for the fandom. So good luck to Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Arrow is a show I watched one episode of, half a show. The season series premiere, and I just never went back, went back to it. I hear, uh, I hear it's good. I I never been a fan of it. Like not just because not because I haven't watched it. I just it's it's not my interest. It's not my cup of tea. Got in the comic book thing? No, not too much. A little bit, but not too much. In while we're talking about uh, Cody Rhodes, another news. In the same same news. <laughs> Adam Cole responded to Cody Rhodes. Relation to Michael? No, no relation. Oh, okay. No relation, but Adam Cole. Uh, Ring of Honor wrestler responded to Cody Rhodes, putting him on for putting him on the list of wrestlers that Cody would like to face. Cole said, "To be on the top of that list is really, really cool. And to me, Cody creating this list and doing what he's doing is just show showcasing even more how crazy pro wrestling is in 2016. It almost has created this attitude era feel where you never know." Where guys are going to show up anymore. Mm -hmm. All your favorite guys in Ring of Honor could end up in WWE. Mm -hmm. Your guys from WWE could be leaving leaving to come to do Ring of Honor, New Mm -hmm. Japan. Mm -hmm. A lot of people Mm -hmm. are going to get to see a lot of dream matches. Mm -hmm. I don't like it when when they start talking about dream dream matches. matches. What dream? Yeah. Who's the one that's dreaming it? I've never had a dream about Adam Cole. (laughs) (laughs) And the target did tonight for the first time. And I'm, it's like one of my hot spots about them building the 15-year dream match with AJ Styles and um, and John Cena. You, I, I can't believe it's 15 years, really. No. You going on this aside right now? Just totally, totally broke up my mm-hmm rhythm. <laughs> and I just all over again. Sorry. It's okay. uh, a lot of people are going to see people pop up in promotions they never thought they'd see. Mm-hmm. It's a great time mm-hmm. to be a wrestler. Mm-hmm. It's even a better mm-hmm. time to be a wrestling fan right now is it though end quote it is is it though i think after is it though with the exception of wrestlemania 2016 has provided a lot more great content into the world of professional wrestling the new era sort of say is it though i mean everyone just seems to be clamoring to come to nxt so does anyone care about ring of honor anymore does anyone care about tna anymore well, at least Ring of Honor has been around and does not have financial issues like TNA. Check out TNA's website today. All right. Apparently, uh, they had the final deletion, Matt Hardy versus Jeff Hardy. Oh, yeah. I heard the like, buildup. The The web is... All right. Let me, let me check that out. But I, yeah, I'm going crazy about it. A lot, of hot, a lot of hot knockouts on that show, though. <laughs> Maybe that's Speaking of hot knockouts, knockouts. Trish Stratus on my television right now. That's a knockout. They're watching the first... Draft. But anyway, that is what we're watching. In other news, the criminal charges against Jerry, the King Lawler, in his domestic violence case against him and his fiance have been dropped by the prosecutors. A judge ordered the pair to remain away from each other while the case was ongoing to determine who the aggressor was 
although it now appears neither side wanted to testify against each other, and the case was dropped. Lawler's attorney told the Memphis Commercial Appeal, shitty name, that the whole thing has been a big misunderstanding and won't happen again. We are happy with the outcome. The WWE made a statement that Jerry Lawler's legal matter has been resolved and his suspension has been lifted effective immediately. Jerry Lawler made his return to the broadcast team today on Tuesday's SmackDown television taping in Toledo, Ohio. Lawler joined Ronaldo and Byron Sexton on commentary. Surprise, surprise. I thought they'd get rid of them. Yeah. This is their out to get rid of them. I, I think so, too. I definitely agreed with you but a few they, weeks uh, ago when you mentioned yeah. that, you know, why bring them back? All men's out the door, yeah. And it was an easy way for the E just to be like, all right, we're parting ways, you know. Easy way. We filled in your void, and unfortunately, we wish you well in your future endeavors. To the pre-show. But good. I like King. Fuck it. Fuck them. The voice. From one legend to another, in other news, the Nature Boy, Ric Flair, and MLW Radio Network announced that starting Wednesday, July 6th today... So this is our competition for the day. Happy birthday, bro. <laughs> On MLW Radio Network, Ric Flair will be co-host to his very own weekly podcast. Which, if it's your very own weekly podcast, why are you the co-host? Why aren't you just the host? Why don't you ask yourself I, that question? I don't know. The Ric Flair Show is available on MLWRadio.com, iTunes, and RicFlairShow.com. Ric Flair said, Conrad, which is the other co-host to the show conrad and i look forward to woo wednesdays on mlw radio starting this week one of the things i did learn is he trademarked woo sure yeah yeah how many o's uh it is five o's it's gotta be like so i could do i can't trademark woo with four o's yeah i guess let's you know who's let's, speaking let's of woos you know who should be trademarking his woos is mr zach, zach Ryder, mr woo 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 it's Two O's, three O's, three times. Hmm. Gotta be careful. You know it. Gotta be careful. In other news. Speaking of legends? Yeah, it's, question a, mark? it's, our, it's our legend question mark topic. Lex Luger appeared on another podcast that I will not name and discussed a matter of topics, including the Body Slam Challenge that took place on the USS Intrepid in 1993, in which Luger was successful. And body slamming the late great Hall of Famer Yokozuna. I remember watching this. I think that he did a great job promoting it. It was great. And it was also the, like one of the first times they're really were pushing out of like the arena setting. Yeah. And like going out to to the people. Like, no names. Let in these guys try. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was really cool. One of those moments that stick out. The Luke. helicopter landing on the Intrepid. Yeah, that was badass. Um, oh, total badass. <laughs> uh, I never really heard Luger's take on it. Okay. And he finally had this to say about it, and I quote, Wow, 23 years, that was a magical moment. The buildup was incredible. I thought Vince was half crazy when he told me he was going from being a narcissist looking into mirrors with Bobby the Brain Heaton to being like a big Yankee doodle dandy patriotic hero. I was scratching my head, but it turned out fantastic, and and it was a very special moment. The crowd went insane. And it happened just the way Vince had worked it all out. Surprise, surprise. It was just a very, very special moment that so many fans tell me that they were there or watching it on their televisions. What a great memory it was. It definitely was one of my main highlights of my career for sure. Yeah. Very, it's an iconic moment, I believe. Iconic, yeah. yeah. Every 
4th of July. We see that on Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. I bring it up. You bring it up. Somebody brings it up. And speaking of legends again? Yeah. Let's, well, we're talking In about other legends. News. The living legend, Kane. Address if he will retire at age 49. He said, not really. It's still fun. I have a lot of fun now with the younger guys. And just being in the position that I am in as more of a mentor at times, I've only been very fortunate that I haven't had that many injuries. So my body still feels good. I can't say it feels as good as it did when I was 25, but it feels good. And I can still do most of the things that I was used to back in the day. And I still think that I could perform at a high level even when I'm in there literally against guys that are half my age sometimes. I think they still have to keep up with me. All right, Kane. So I guess she's not running for mayor like we <laughs> I guess not. But I think if any career really intrigues me the most about anyone in the WWE and someone who's been around for that long, it's it's Stephanie Kane. Yeah. He's found a way to, I've mentioned, I don't know if I mentioned it here before, but I maybe mentioned it to you. He has found a way to never been like the guy, yeah, like the top of the roster, carry the company on his back, but he's never been necessarily the mid-card. No. Or been stuck as a mid-card player like a uh, Sheamus or an Alberto Del Rio. Or future Sammy Lame. Yeah. You know, like he's found a way just to keep a job for all these years and, and not only that, and he not has, piss people off. He has built a great career in life outside of wrestling. Yes. yes. And his wife do that insurance thing and he's a big advocate in the libertarian party. So good for him. Yeah. In other news. Speaking of legends, <laughs> WWE Hall of Famer I love it how you say speaking of legends and you like balance like do the weight hands. Bar- do the uh, Brian Barrett. Yeah. yeah, you balance your hands with your hand. <laughs> and it reminds me of this future legend you're going to speak about because you're kind of balancing oh, her uh, boobs. Oh. <laughs> nice segue. Yeah. King of the segues, Abel Villamar, ladies and gentlemen. So, Tammy Stitch, better known as the original diva, Sonny. Sonny. Yesterday, so my life. Was filled with rain. Is reportedly a hundred days sober after finishing her WWE sponsored rehab. Sunny. She released a statement on her official Facebook page. Sunny. I and I quote, I choose to go on my own accord after having the worst relapse I have ever had in June twenty fifteen. I had done a few rehabs prior for a month at a time, and trust me, a month is not enough. This time I gave it three months and it was the best decision I have ever made. The people at the retreat at Lancaster County in PA, Mountainside Treatment Center in Connecticut gave me the courage, strength, and hope to change my life for the better. She ended her long statement with, I'm eternally grateful to the two treatment centers, my family, my friends, and fans, and of course the WWE for all the support I have gotten. I encourage anyone and everyone with any type of substance abuse problems to seek help it is the best thing you can do and it will save your life godspeed and namaste sunny she will also be resuming her job speaking of starting a new life yeah. as a webcam girl okay okay which sunny claims is in hot demand with over 5000 emails a day from fans requesting a camp session Let's go halves on here. Uh, how she much is, charging is she charging? $100 for 10 minutes on Skype. 
Dude, let's do it. This could be our actual first legit interview. Let's do an interview, yeah. Let's do an interview with Sonny. Just take your top off. Sonny <laughs> also has a ton of convention appearances planned and is open to working with Vivid again. So she mentioned about her faith. She's a devout Christian and practicing Buddhist, and now she's going to do porn. So, uh, well done. All right. Speaking of legends. In other news, future legend Tajiri. <coughs> you okay? You I kind of got choked up on that. <laughs> try, try, try it again. Try it again. Let's <clears throat> this out. Take two. Speaking of future legends. <coughs> oh, that's, that's, that's contagious. I, I don't think I could do it. Sorry. I don't think I could do it. Multiple sources are reporting that Tajiri, much better, who is participating in the summer's this summer's WWE Cruiserweight Classic will be remaining with the company after the tournament is over. Tajiri is a former WCW United States Champion, WWF Light Heavyweight Champion, three-time WCW WWF Cruiserweight Champion, and WWE Tag Team Champion with none other than one of our favorites, Eddie Guerrero. Impressive resume. Very impressive. Uh, kind of makes him a lot more impressive when you're reading it all aloud. Now you feel like a dick for coughing in the uh, legend I know. Right? <laughs> I, know. I, I could now say, yeah, maybe future legend Tajiri. Speaking of, I got think that's over now. <laughs> <laughs> it is reported by the Daily um, Wrestling News. Tyson well. Kidd may be forced to retire early. Kidd is said to be optimistic about a return with his rehab going very well. But WWE is very resistant in clearing him. Kidd's contract is also set to expire. And the company has not shown interest in re-signing him. Sources close to TJ say he will speak publicly on this situation soon. Maybe on a future episode of Total Divas? Yeah, right. I don't know. That sucks, man. Yeah. That's when his career was taking off. Yeah, he was doing really well with Cesaro. That was the highlight of his career. It was going nothing but up. BT Dubs. Yeah. Do you know Cesaro's first name? Yes. <laughs> I do. And the only reason Antonio, I asked, right? Yes, good for you. <laughs> Antonio Classignoli? Uh Well, the only reason I asked, I was, uh, you know, sometimes on my day off, I'm like stuck watching the network and I, and I watch some of the old stuff. And this wasn't that old, but Cesaro just won his first, not, I don't know if it was his first, but he just won the United States Championship and they made an announcement you know, introducing your United States champion, Antonio Cesaro. And I was like, holy shit, they, right. were, they used to use his first and last name before he actually became Cesaro. I think that was the same time they dropped um, Langston from Big E Langston. Yeah. Oh. I think, that was, I, think we, I think I remember talking to you about that. That was the day they cut people's names. That was Tony Cesaro name was Cesaro. Was on the list. Big E went to Big E, yeah. So one day you could just be Putty, and I could just be the man. <laughs> yeah, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> I could just be the man. I like for the that. last fifteen years being as potty. I, uh, I like, like that. In other news, we're going to continue the legends topic of in the news this week. Are we though? Yeah, this mm-hmm. is a good in the news. Uh, the yeah. Rock is in the news because Nike filed an opposition to oh. WWE using the phrase "just bring it" for clothing. The footwear company owns the trademark "just do it." And is attempting to prevent WWE from gaining the pending trademark on "Just Bring It." Bullshit. Bull, you call bullshit? I call. Bu- they're gonna fuck on me. <laughs> Why? Are you they're gonna bullshit? fuck on me. Why? Just bring it is not the same as just do it. And they're different. Like when you're telling someone to just bring it, you're not yeah. telling them to just do it. 
Yeah. You know, you're not you're not instantiating a fight like bring it on. Just do it is a motivational catchphrase. Just bring it as a challenge. Yeah. Two completely different phrases. Um, Nike, just go fuck yourselves. They're all about the money. Moving on. Cena Styles 2 is a single match planned for SummerSlam on August 21st and it is being considered for possibly a potential what? SmackDown World Championship title match. Oh, wow. Breaking news. So that's that's, cool. that's huge. So unlike Triple You H, heard it here first on a shot of wrestling. Being awarded the championship, they're going to make these two men earn it. And hopefully... That's awesome. John Cena will finally tie Ric Flair. No. A 16-time world champion. No, he's going to put AJ over. No, too it's, soon. Dude, too soon. It's the only thing that could get this club over. I'm so disappointed at what's going on with AJ and Cena right now. I'm going to save mm. it for Raw Cheers yeah, and me Heels. me too. Uh, spoiler but, uh, gosh. So it should be a good SummerSlam match. Well, we're speaking of SummerSlam. Oh, I told you to say it. That's how I told you to say it. Speaking of SummerSlam. <laughs> While we're speaking of SummerSlam, you right, do it your way, I'll do it my way. <laughs> okay? You know fuck on me. Speaking of SummerSlam, at Tuesday's night taping of... SmackDown, Brock Lesnar's opponent for SummerSlam was supposed to be announced, but was not announced to the live crowd. Rumor has it that Lesnar's opponent will be the returning Randy Orton. I hope so. I also read that Randy Orton's return is going to be pushed back till September, but uh, I'm hoping that's a farce and about time. Come back already. So here's my thing. You have this weekend... Brock Lesnar fighting in UFC 200. Yep. Whether he w- if he wins or loses, do you think it, it changes the dynamic of the match between him and Randy Orton if that's his challenger? I don't think so. So if he loses, him facing Randy Orton would still be a great match. Yeah, give Randy Orton one up like, oh, he's beatable. And if, but if he wins, I think it would be such a better match because now you have a winning Brock Lesnar going up against, like, he's the top of the mountain. He's carrying the momentum into SummerSlam. Like, could Randy Orton really be a UFC winner? Is he winning a championship, Brock Lesnar? Like, no, no, no title match. He's just, he's just fighting. Yeah, for some reason. So, I don't know. The only other person before I heard this rumor that I could see as a good opponent for Brock Lesnar would be the come up of Samoa Joe. Just because, just because mm. of wrestling styles, like they both have that aggressive kind of fighter. What would the uh, look to what, it? What would the build to the match be? It would just be a come up. It like because of the way that they were making the announcement. You know, tune in for SmackDown. Like it's coming out of nowhere. It's there is no build. It's just like a big name, and the only other big name for me that really feels like a good opponent for a UFC fighter will be a fighter that's considered as a fighter, like a tough fighter in in, in, the, in the WWE. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Great foot in the door for him too, right? Yeah. What, what do you think about this uh, this match coming up on Saturday? UFC 200. Man, I can't wait to hear what happened. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So he's facing Mark Hunt. Okay. Should I give you the tail of the tape while we're on Please. this topic? Let me tell you. So, re- the record for Lesnar is 5-3, you know. Okay. Mark Hunt. How many knockouts? Mark. Knockouts. Oh, mm. Yeah. Not prepared as you thought. Mm. Okay. Mm. Right. Anyway, anyway. Mark Hunt has 12-10-0. Nice. Height, 7. 
55 inches versus 70 inches of Mark Hunt. So a seven foot wide? <laughs> Weight, they're the same. Oh, shut up. Brock Lesnar from the USA. Mark Hunt from New Zealand. Ugh. Ugh. Brock Accuracy Lesnar. of Brock Lesnar is 73.45% versus Mark Hunt's 44.14%. Um, he's 60% defense versus Mark Hunt's 693 Grappling and takedowns, 3.87 is the average versus Mark Hunt's uh, 0.69. Mm-hmm. And takedown accuracy, mm-hmm. they're pretty much about the same, about 56%. All right, cool. So, uh, I don't know. I, I, I have Brock Lesnar on this one. You? Crapshoot. It's really a crapshoot. Why? Because he's been uh, away from the game for a while? or Yeah, it has something to do with it. Um, I think Mar- probably Mark Hart's younger now. You have ages on that list? Yeah. Let me, let me check out the age on these gentlemen. Uh, Mark is 42. Lesnar is 38. Oh, wow. Take that back. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, it's, I think it's also up, up in the air. All right. Uh... You, you're gonna buy the pay per view? Uh, I think I'm gonna wait till it's posted on YouTube somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Or to stay on Facebook because everyone will fucking <laughs> play by play. Yeah. I think, unfortunately, I am working that night, so. Yeah. Can't get it. In other news. The Wrestling Observer is reporting that, I think we touched on this last week, as well as a unique roster, Raw and SmackDown will return to having unique stages. Ring ropes and lighting to differentiate from each other. That'd be cool. Yeah. So it's it's interesting because it, I feel like every brand is like selecting a color. Like the colors are yeah, makes, are, yeah. are being drafted be part, as well. Yeah. NXT is yellow. Yep. Uh, the new summer uh, cruiser weight classic is purple. Purple. Yeah. Li- nice. I like purple. Raw is red. Smackdown is blue. Of course. So they're just gonna. Continue. Are they going to bring the ropes back? Yeah, like are the they bringing ropes? Yeah, they're bringing the blue ropes back, the red ropes back, which they did away with when they started recording um, superstars in main event. Mm-hmm. So you, you couldn't really t- tell what show they were pre-taped, right? But hey, who cares now, huh? All right. I'm curious to see what the stages look like because the stage now is iconic. Now, the fist. No, the fi- no the the way they had that wall. Oh, so you think they're going to change it completely? Like they're going to remove the ramp, the Titan Tron, like all of that? I don't know. Both shows, but one show is definitely going to be. Both shows are going to be different. I think Raw should keep what they have now. Uh huh. And I'm assuming SmackDown will be totally different. So I am curious to see what happens. I'm curious to see now because it just got me thinking of like where could they go with it? Because in NXT they have a very similar setup. They have the stage on one side, ring in the middle. I'm sure it's going to be a stage. I'm sure it's going to be a ramp, but. Like it was in SmackDown, the fist. Totally different. They had two Titan Trons, fist mm. in the middle. Okay. We'll see what happens. Only a few weeks away to find Man, out. Totally can't wait. I'm so hyped about this draft. <laughs> so hyped. In other news, today, July 6th. Happy birthday, bro. Started Ultima Lucha Dos with Lucha Underground. Um, this will conclude season two of what I, I love this show, Lucha Underground. I mean, it's great. His face was glued to the TV. We were watching the end of it today. I mean, I'm just continue. I'm talking to the crowd. Uh, he was, his ahead. face was glued to the little kid. Well, looking at Santa Lucha Claus, Underground uh, is set to have their Ultima Lucha Dos, which started today, and it's going to spread out to three for episodes. For my American friends, that means... Um, 
Last um, Fight 2. Okay. <laughs> I think that would be the equivalent translation. But this is... Uh, dos. Better title. <laughs> this is Lucha Underground's WrestleMania hyped event. So I figure we do this for every pay-per-view. Why don't we do it for Lucha Underground too? Like, like. All right, so I'll give you the match. You give me the, the background. Yeah, like the, uh, the what is it? The takedown. The uh, rundown. The, the rundown. All right. Let's so I have it in front of me. I'll give you the match. You give me your per, per, uh, perspective. So here's the card: Cage Texano, Son of Havoc versus the Mac. All these individuals are fighting. Yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, I can't, I can't do it either. Do it. It <laughs> I can't do it. Um, so let's go to our boy, Matt Stryker. Our who, former boy. <laughs> we broke up with him. We used to be very good friends. Yeah, we very, actually... Very tight. Legit. No, that, no, that, no, we're not fucking around. We used yeah, to be that's a shoot. Him. That's a shoot. And then... Um, he left the, us. He No, we left him. He got too big for his britches. He actually did get... You know, and his he, head was a little too big to fit into the studio. And he forgot the little people. <laughs> he forgot his friends. And... Well... Different you know story what? for a different day. But great talent. And uh, this is why we're going to go to our boy Matt Stryker to give us the rundown. On and it's official. The Matt, Tejano, Son of Havoc, and the machine called Cage are all taking part in Dario Cueto's or a unique opportunity tournament. These four fan favorites will have to outlast each other. If they're going to win what Dario promises, is the best unique opportunity ever. We've got another one just in. Bill Muertes goes one-on-one with King Cuerno in a death match after graver consequences. King Cuerno carried away the coffin containing Mil Muertes' lifeless body and claimed it as his trophy. Mill returned with vengeance and cost Cuerno a date with the champion when he took him out at six to survive. Tensions mm-hmm. are at an all-time high as someone is about to die. From death match to dream match, the first ever Lucha Underground champion, Prince Bull, sets out to prove that he is really that good as he tests himself against the greatest luchador of all time, Rey Mysterio mm-hmm. Jr. Puma challenged Rey last week, and Rey gladly accepts, mm-hmm. is it time for the Prince to take the throne, or does Lucha Libre still belong to El Rey? Mm-hmm. We'll find out at Ultima Lucha Dos. Mm-hmm. El Dragon Aztec mm-hmm. Jr. will make his Ultima Lucha Dos premiere against Dario Cueto's personal bodyguard, Black Lotus. So far, her relationship with LFA has been shrouded in mystery. But as she enters the Lucha Underground ring for the first time, we'll all get to see what Black Lotus can do. Mm-hmm. Also just added tonight, Taya, the self-proclaimed perfect woman, collides with the baddest bitch in the building, Ivelisse. Mm-hmm. On the heels of losing her trio's title, Taya attacked Ivelisse, mm-hmm. made her life a living hell ever since. Mm-hmm. Taya not only cost Ivelisse a shot at the Lucha Underground champion by eliminating her at six to survive, Taya also cost Ivelisse a chance at an Aztec medallion. Speaking of those ancient... Oh, that it? Uh, that looks like all right. Did you, did good, you, good job, uh, okay. like cut Mr. Off soon, Matt okay. Stryker. Thank you for for the uh, breakdown of the card. Yeah, good job. So we were watching I'm the excited. first draft, like I mentioned earlier, going to the break. Like I said, I'm very excited about the draft. Yeah, you are. Love how they're presenting it. You got, oh, you got the, the original draft. You got the rundown of, like, just like they do in the NFL. Uh-huh. They got the breakdown of who's been picked to what team. They have the crawler on the bottom. I, I, I have to pay respect to that. I That's, love that. I hope they bring that shit you back. You know, so, like, they're bringing names that are being drafted, like, in the moment still. You know? Like, as a yeah, match is cool. going on. So, the war rooms. It's pretty I like it. I hope they present it the same way. Let's see. Um, 
Yeah. And other news. In other news, uh, we're right? celebrating The Miz. Yeah. Happy 15-year introduction of The Miz to our beautiful lives. Thank you, Miz. Thank you, Miz. Truly. We appreciate you. Truly are awesome. And not for nothing, for the past few weeks, The Miz really has been awesome. He's been one of the reasons that I've been watching Monday Night Raw. I'm telling you. Probably one of the best things that happened this past Monday because go I got to be honest, I was not a fan of Raw this week. Go back to how many episodes I said he's the best thing on Raw right now? So far. And he left yeah. for a month and still the best thing on those little vignettes. So we're going to come go to break with what? I think we should leave with one of our favorite Miz moments. What do you think? My favorite Miz moment? The one I owned the rights to Green Man? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Let's do a it. A moment I will never forget. Orton is so vulnerable here. Oh, oh. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Monday Night Raw. We are live tonight in Orlando, Florida. Randy Orton, an injured knee and all after an attack by Nexus, successfully defended the championship against Wade Barrett. But Miz has come from out of nowhere to cash in his Money in the Bank briefcase, which guarantees him a title, a title opportunity any place, anytime. And he's cashed that contract in live tonight. Oh, well, the Miz won that Money in the Bank contract at WrestleMania, and he's waited all this time. He's waited till tonight. He's picked his perfect opportunity. Yeah, he's been threatening to cash in time and time again. I have been there. Oh Look at this. He won that briefcase of money in the bank. Right. He's, he's able to cash in for the WWE Championship whenever he wants, and he has done it now. He needs to stay on Randy Orton. Oh, he's right for the skull-crushing finale. Randy Orton trying to battle back and fight back into this thing. Randy Orton is not to be left alone. He is not to be toyed with. Miz needs to get vicious. He needs to get vicious right now. Uh-oh. And look at Miz, back to the injured knee. Boy, it looked like Randy Orton had Miz where he wanted him, but no. Oh, look at this. Oh, slammed by Orton. This match is for the WWE Championship between The Miz and Randy Orton. Miz cashing in his Money in the Bank contract. Randy Orton in his second, not his first, but his second title defense of the night. The Viper is coiled. The WWE's apex predator is on the hunt. I wonder if Miz is regretting his act of bravado right now. RKO attack. The the RKO. RKO. Miz, Miz, yeah. finale. The Miz, here's the cover. Hook of the leg.
theme song it is one of my faves i love it when he starts off awesome the man is so great yeah, he's he, he's awesome he's awesome one of my favorite entrances has to be that wrestlemania entrance 27? 27 yeah when they had the i mean the whole coming from the video package mm-hmm. before he started to when he came out through those 
what was it the awesome thick Bu- balloon bubble bubbles? things yeah yeah that was awesome you know when he was in the real world um and he was like coming up and they asked him like you know who is like your dream match he was he said he was very inspired by the rock i can see that you know like he always like if he had a dream match of someone he would face one day it would be the rock he was one of those kids hanging out with his friends and watching stone cold versus the rock and everybody's backing up stone cold but he was backing up the rock and then go to fast forward to wrestlemania 27 where the rock was hosting the show and for him to not only wrestle in the main event but then have the rock kind of intervene at the end of that match i think it was it must have been like he was on cloud nine i'm assuming it felt pretty um pretty awesome pretty awesome yeah Yeah, he he went with that gimmick man he went the chick magnet gimmick Uh uh-huh and then he went straight into this uh i'm awesome gimmick in it well, then the movie star thing kind of played a role, like into his new character. And I think that's yeah. the best character talking, that he's had. Talk about evolving characters, man. Who the who the fucking thunk the Miz? I don't think he's evolved. What well, he had the chick it, no, magnet. No, 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 yeah, no. Maybe that awesome, is the right word to use. Yeah, like Cody Rhodes. Is... Cody Rhodes evolved until, yeah. until he hit the wall with Stardust. But you're right. Evolving is, is a good word, like because when you evolve, you change little things about what you're doing to little build. Little slight things, yeah. Little things. Then. You don't just go from the narcissist to Lex, the American hero, yeah. Lex Luger, or Cody Rhodes to Stardust. Stardust. Yeah. yeah, absolutely right. So, if the E's listening, which we know they are, make sure you evolve characters, and you just don't switch them on us. You know what I'm saying? Please, please evolve, Zack Ryder. <laughs> He's doing very well. Which I mean, brings us to our next segment. Yeah, I mean, speaking of Zack Ryder, he ended the show, so let's get right into it. With a, another new intro sound effect. Shot of Wrestling presents Raw, Cheers, and Heels. Not bad. Good job. Let's get right into it. I... Uh, <laughs> Did you like the show overall? Let's just... Uh, I got more Cheers and Heels. Really? But okay. uh, overall, it was... Yeah, it, was a, it was a show. It was I a, did it was not... A, it was a I holiday got, show. I got to start this Raw, Cheers, and Heels with I did not like... The July Fourth edition of Monday Night Raw. Okay. I, I I just overall as a show was not pleased. It did not make me happy. I guess we'll find out why soon. Huh? However, oh, okay. I did come up with a lot more cheers than heels. Oh great! But overall, I have to say I did not like yeah, the I show. I was I was I was indifferent. I didn't think it sucked. I didn't think it was great. It was just indifferent. All right. So start us off, my man. Um. I like, usually like to go in order. Okay. This time I'm not going to. All right. I think you can guess what my first cheer is. I think everyone can guess what my first cheer is. By your face, I um, think you can. <laughs> um, Zack Ryder. Not, yeah. not only for being in the match, but for picking up the win and bring the win home for Team USA. Um he did it. Uh, they could have picked anybody. He could have gotten eliminated. Big Show could have done it by himself, which would have made a lot more sense. And he was in the main event. The main event of Raw. Yeah. 
So good job, buddy. Had a good 2016 so far. Um, I should be getting an autograph from him soon because I tweeted a picture of me wearing his new shirt. Awesome. <laughs> and he started following me on Twitter. Hello. How you doing? How you doing? Uh, I guess I have to heal something now. I don't have to. Bear with me here. You want. This, You're the host. This is a, this is a paragraph. Okay. I'm going to turn heel on the WWE. The company. Yes. Why? Why the company? What does the company do to you? No, they're doing. They're fucking killing me. <laughs> you, they fucking on you. Yeah, they're gonna fuck on me. <laughs> they're they're killing me. Okay, why? Oh gosh, what? Here we go. What are they doing with Zack Ryder? You barely use him, and when they do use him, it's as a squash match. Uh huh. Um, he does his own show. They f- feel forced to give him a push to give him the U.S. title. Here they lose it quickly. Then they barely use him. Give him the squash matches. Then they give him the IC title at WrestleMania. Big moment. Huge moment. Everybody, uh, probably the highlight of Only to lose it the next night. Not really get a rematch. If a rematch with me about SmackDown. Back to barely using him. Feeding him the squash matches. But then they picks up the win in the main event of Raw. Stop teasing me. Do something with him. Stop being hot and cold with him. Give him a push. Give him a storyline. Give him a character. Do something with him. Because you obviously like him. He obviously delivers. But you're not doing it with anything with him. I'm hoping he is a product of a successful brand split. I think he's... Uh, well, they're also putting him in a good role in NXT. He's still part of the hype bros. Are you still? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, he's he, being he, used. He deserves better than a tag team. He's, he's being used. He's a woo-woo kid. It's just a matter of, like you said, don't play the hot cold game. But maybe that, that's that's the whole point. They're, they want the fans to get to the point where you are to just be like, finally, just just let them have it. You yeah, know, let them have this moment and let it happen for a while. But yeah, anyway, that's uh, your turn. All right. So at first, when I started watching Raw, I don't know if you felt the same way, but I was like, oh, God, are they really going to be doing this? Are they really going to be getting everybody together? You have... Um, the Golden Truth doing karaoke. I'm like, oh, God, they're going to have a food fight. They do this all the freaking time. It's like Thanksgiving and it's freaking Independence Day. Like they all get together like they're really big, happy family and, and, and they do a barbecue and then they, it loses it. It's crazy. And I'm like, I've seen this before. I do not want to see it again. But Ooh-hoo. then something happened that changed that around for me. Let me guess. What was it? Kevin Owens. Go ahead. Go ahead. Kevin Owens. (laughs) No, it wasn't just Kevin Owens. I got to admit, it wasn't just Kevin Owens. I think even though it was a food fight, it was something predictable that we knew was going to happen. Stephanie Man's so hot right now. The scene, the segment, the vignette, whatever you want to call it, was so well directed. Yeah. Everybody owned to their characters. You had Chris Jericho finding a Band-Aid in his food and being all jerky in the way, like ready to puke something out. You had um, Kevin Owens hiding underneath the table, like Genius. completely fitting with his character. Yeah. You know, uh, like everybody just really knew who their character was and what their role would be in this food fight. Uh-huh. Even though it was chaos, it was uh, it was like a very well-directed chaos. Cesaro and Apollo Crews, not flinching and doing the arm wrestling. <laughs> yeah. 
like there were, I liked it, yeah. Like it, every part was great moments. I felt the same way. I was like, oh, this is going to be cheesy and lame. But no, I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, great and way I, to start it off. Um, but I have a question for you. Because I feel like in the last few weeks, you know, the writers have been doing some great writing, really paying attention to details. And, you know, I, I need to pay attention to details, too. That would help. Um, I'm Spanish. My barbecues are a little bit different than yours. It's racist, um, but okay. It's okay. It's it's the truth. I mean, I just had a barbecue for July 4th, and I had chuletas. It was great. Oh, ha- that's right. I wasn't invited. I, ha- I had chuletas, um, arroz invited. con gandules. You know? It was I, freaking I, delicious. I didn't have any stuff. You know? I, I go to a white person barbecue, and they have hot dogs and burgers. Mm, perfect. What the hell do WWE superstars eat? Because I, I felt Everything. like it was just mashed potatoes, like being okay. thrown around. And pork, <laughs> like, and bean, pork and beans. <laughs> like, and there dip. was no substance yeah. in the menu at this That's barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, they have craft foods. I mean, they had to have something better. Good point. But what totally just made me really cheer, and you mentioned it before, Kevin Owens. Awesome. He's awesome. He goes at, at the end of it and... Like, he comes out of the un- under the table, like, all nice and clean, like, genius. And then he gets a pie to the face. From who? Exactly. This is, like, going to be one of those questions that's going to bother me for, for weeks. That sucks, because you're not, not going to get you know, We're not going to get an answer? Like, who's behind GTV? <laughs> who raised the case? <laughs> like, but, yeah. one of those unanswered questions. Like, who threw it? I don't know. Your thoughts? I had none. That's the no. same thing. I Stop because we're not going to pay off. I think the that was for the kids. That was for the kids. <laughs> I think the only thing that is logical to me from seeing it, I think they were trying to do a like in person perspective of the camera, like it was the fans, like it, it oh. was us, yeah, maybe who were looking at Kevin Owens and we threw the pie in the face. It's possible, like one of those one person person. How do you describe that shot? Is that one oh, person, first person per- point of view? First yeah. person point of view. All right. All right. So going from something that I thought I would hate, turn on to be a cheers. I'm a heel. You're still going, huh? No, I want to set a cheers. Okay. okay. I'm a heel on the social Minutemen. Hashtag social Minutemen. Oh. Because going from the beginning where I was saying, all right, it's going to be one of those cheesy Independence Day skits. And it turned out really well. And then I thought that was, that was it. That was all I was going to get. They started off the show with Star Spangled Banner. I got a little in the beautiful, well done, amazing. Always killed yeah. Lillian Garcia. Does she did really well? And then I thought I was done. I was done with all the cheesy gimmick stuff. I was going to get to some real wrestling. Good show. And then I got the social outcast coming out as the Minutemen, all dressed up. And I was like, really? Yeah, I was going to heal this too, but then oh my, Chris Axel deserves better. Man, he, he they're wasting his talent. It, it just sucks. I agree. Uh, in table for three, Curtis Axel actually said that like his long term goal with the E would be to be like one of those guys in developmental in like NXT who's teaching the new guys yeah. how to come up. And I'm like, you know what? I could totally see why he's putting up with all this bullshit because down the line, I could totally see Curtis Axel. He was the guy who got the Rock and Brock Lesnar like back in, into the scheme of things. While so they obviously they obviously hire they him value to, him to trust him with that. Yeah, so. Gonna give him this. I'm, I'm healing on it. Too gimmicky, and to your point, yeah, I think those three definitely deserve better. Bo Dallas, I think, is a great talent. He did great in NXT, and he just needs something good to hold on to. 
Yeah, he, he, this ain't it. This ain't it. No, it's the whole bull leaf thing. That wasn't it either. Yeah. I am going to cheers the red, white, and blue ropes. Oh, it's awesome. Throwback. I'm going to cheers the return of Vicky Guerrero. Nice. 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 Well done. Did you like her? I liked it. It was well done. Brought you back. And I am going to... While we're talking about Vicky Guerrero, one moment. I was going to run the gamut here. (laughs) Where... Why did JBL have to announce her? Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. It was awkward, right? It wasn't awkward. It was weird. Like, I didn't think that was necessary. It wasn't at all. It made him feel like he was an authority figure, which he's not. He's a commentator. And if any... I don't know. It was just like a weird moment. Just They should have just escorted her away, and that would have been the end of it. That was cool, yeah. Um, Continue your gambit. No, it's too late. I'm off the topic now. I read today that it was a, it was a little nice little dig, nice little throwaway to these quote-unquote internet fans. Okay. Because everyone knows... Dolph Ziggler is great, uh huh. But the critique is he always comes up close. Okay. Oh, the the behind the scenes when Vicky was getting excluded yeah. out, and then I he had lo- that in my notes too. He's on the phone with his mom and goes, "Yeah, I lost, but it was pretty close." <laughs> and people are saying that was a nice little throwaway, nice little See, Easter egg. Yeah. To internet wrestling community. Something. I enjoyed it too. Yeah, I, I, think didn't, I didn't notice it until I read it. No, I, I enjoyed it. I noticed it right away. I thought it was, again, I think the writing team since WrestleMania, after WrestleMania, has been paying more attention to the details. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's one of those things behind the scenes, like you're thinking, like, all right, if they're talking on the phone, what are they really saying? Who are they talking to? And yeah, if I just had a match and I lost and I'm discussing it with my boy, Michael J, over the phone, be like, yeah, I just, you know, I just did Raw. Did you see it? Yeah. Freaking loss, yeah. But I got really close. Yeah. It'd be something I would say. Yeah, let's you do your mom. Yeah. yeah. So I lost my train of thought here. So why don't you take it over now? <laughs> All right. Continuing. Let me start off with a cheers here. I'm going to cheer. I'm losing my spot too. I'm gonna cheer Sasha and Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Did you enjoy that that moment? Oh, loved it. I thought it was the best mic work. That I've seen. Hold on. Go ahead. The best what work? Mic work. They can work my mic anytime <laughs> they want. You know what I'm saying? How you doing? How you doing? I thought it was, I, I mean, skills. Charlotte has gotten a lot better. Charlotte's amazing. In, in the past few months, controlling the crowd, really being a great heel to the crowd and having them react to it. I talked about this with a former guest host, hopefully soon to be future host, Erwin. Charlotte's kind of hot. No, she is. But she has no ass. And that's, that's, she loses a lot of points. Is that okay? Is no, she loses a lot of points there. Okay. Oh, my fucking Naomi who has the whole package. Mm, Naomi. Do wow, you, we're, we have topic. Go for it. Do you remember? Do you remember? What what the boss said? I don't have it, no. Yeah, actually, you know what? Let, let's bring it up. Because oh, her this? words, the way she this. did it was great. I'm not even fucking let's, let's just go to it. You know, here we go. You have it. You have it yeah, ready. I have it. Oh, you could warn a fucking brother. <laughs> you know what? I would, oh, here we go. I, Hold on. A boss, a boss, a boss fights for what she believes in and doesn't have it handed to her. A boss is the center of attention because her style is the realest and not some knockoff of her daddy's '80s game. A boss, a boss will bring it 
whether her crew is there to back her up or whether she is representing herself. A boss will throw it down anywhere and anytime. Mm -hmm. And this boss right here, the boss, is telling you right here, right now, that your reign as champion is over. That was awesome. I think, I mean, some may critique that maybe it was, it was, it sounded very scripted because the words she was using, no, it was very so. well rehearsed, but I think it, it was straight. It was direct. It was to the point. It put her in her place. I think the, the line about her trying to copy her daddy's eighties game. Yeah. Perfect. Perfection. And it really put Charlotte on notice. And Charlotte did a great comeback. She mentioned, you know, for someone who's being the boss, I w I'm the champion. So if I have any claim on that name, I'm the legit boss. Yeah. yeah. Great words. That's right. You know, I, the girls are doing great. It got me really excited to where the feud of Sasha and Charlotte will go. And I definitely could see this as a Summer Slam worthy event coming up this summer. Yeah, totes my goats. Totes my goats. So that's my cheers on women's wrestling. Uh, my heel. I'm a heel on the golden truth. Okay. I hate their intro. All right. Like, it's not freaking karaoke. Okay. Well, he, he I'm always, wrestling. He I always don't like sang it. his own intro. Yeah, movie. I don't need the words on the screen, though. Oh, is it? I fast forward that. Okay. okay. Uh, and their in-ring style together and their cartoon-like characters and the way they're moving around. I, I, guys, you started this program so well you know with us trying to figure out if you guys were going to get together and five then, months worth of this yeah you know and really creating a build and i was like all right you know this could be something because they're not giving it to us right away but then they finally get you together and then you're losing and that's fine that's part of the storyline but then now that you're winning I, I just feel like you're not developing a good rapport and i don't like it sorry golden truth Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. I mean, it should be like the bronze truth or the, not yeah. the golden truth. Like, Great way to bring the Olympics in. <laughs> it is the summer. Some 30 something days away. Yeah. All right. My turn? Yeah. I got three cheers and a heel left. I'm going to start with the heel. We're going to turn heel on, once again, Cena Styles. Oh. Didn't do anything for me. I am not into this. Um... Not even John Cena can save this. It didn't do anything. It was boring. It was boring. It wasn't awesome. It was not awesome. I know Cena, uh, Styles trying to be a heel, but it didn't do anything for me. Um, Styles came back with lame jokes, lame things. First couple weeks, Cena rebuted it. It was great. And then the last couple weeks, it's just been the same shtick, same boring, and it didn't, does not do anything for me. There was a thought that I had on on his little speech that he had with the club on stage. Styles? Uh, yeah, that AJ Styles had with the club on stage. And uh, it was very reminiscent of the NWO when they were doing, like, the clowning around kind of promos. Okay. You know, like, yeah, I'm bigger than you. We're tougher. We got the numbers on our corner. I'm not going to stress or sweat. You, whoever you that that opponent was, and I, it kind of reminded me of that dynamic. 
but then the reason I didn't like the AJ Styles and I'm on your boat was because the NWO build to have that kind of cocky attitude about them. You know, they were they destroyed WCW, the roster. They yeah. came in and became one of the top factions and one of the reasons that you started the Monday Night Wars. And it gave them that moxie about them that I could go out there, I could talk shit, and I could say things like, I'm going to beat up John Cena. I'm going to beat up John Cena. And I'm going to do that. Oh, and I'm going to do that with confidence. So and, you know, so because I earned the right to do it with confidence. The club and AJ Styles has not earned the right yet to be so no. confident about no. themselves because they haven't done shit. Shit. And the fact that John Cena has said before that AJ Styles has been given opportunity after opportunity after opportunity and failed. S- even more of a reason why they should not be as confident to yeah, think that exactly. they're going to be beating up John Cena at Labor Day, Memorial Day, <sighs> Halloween, Christmas. How you doing? Yeah, um, the whole thing didn't make any sense because Christmas is not on a Monday. <laughs> How you doing? Lucky for them, Halloween is, so I take that back. How you doing? Yeah, so that's it. Awesome. I'm going to churn. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. Uh, Ambrose in Spanish commentary. Gold. Okay. It, was, it was great. He pulled up a chair and I was like, watch him go to Spanish commentary. Just not knowing he would, but he did. And it was great. That, right? was, that was good. It was great. It was awesome. And Loco Dean Ambrose. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he is doing very well with that kind of unpredictability. Yeah. style that he has I liked it it was fun but in a way it doesn't make me feel like he's a believable champion when he does shit like that no he seems to be better hunter than the hunted yeah like I, I feel like he's not if he wants to call himself the dude or whatever he wants to call himself like he's not just owning up to being the top because when you're a champion you're, you're at the top of the mountain you're, you're the cream of the crop top of the mountain no one should be getting to you and anybody who gets close to your peak you should be kicking him down i don't feel like he's doing that i don't feel like he's kicking him down he's he's not threatening Mm-mm. and i hated the the point like the the wwe championship should be something that everybody wants and once you have it you don't want to let it go but all of a sudden seth Rollins says he's going to come for the title and um dean ambrose he's like oh yeah here you could have it even though it was part of his shtick to kind of distract him so he could beat him up. If it's something that I worked my ass to get and fought tooth and nails to be champion and to be that man who's at the top of the mountain, I would not so casually throw it to someone like, hey, yeah, you could have it. No, you can't have it. It's mine. It's mine. You want it? You come to me. Want some? Can get some. Yeah. You know, I don't come to you. You come to me. How, How you doing? How you doing? I have two cheers left. You want to take a turn? You want me to finish it out? Um, you could finish it out, and I'll finish mine out right after. I'm going to cheers the pop up power bomb to Mark Henry. Wow. <laughs> um, people have choke slam Mark Henry. People have sort of bombed Mark Henry, and it comes off like they're power bombing a 400 pound man, wherever he is. I had to rewind it myself, and like I really had to be like, did I just see that? And I how give, did they do it? <laughs> I give props to both men. That was 
it's well done on Owens's part, well done on Henry's part, because it actually looked fluid. It yes. actually looked like yes. a normal power bomb. Yes. It made him look powerful. It made it look effective. Well done. That was a Good great cheers. spot. Great Good spot. Cheers. Good cheers. My last cheers involves the new day. Okay. Mainly your boy Xavier Woods. X Woods is in the house. Um thanks to your great promo and editing work this whole episode <laughs> we got the promo and I'm going to play the promo of Xavier Woods and we'll take it from there hold on one second look I love the both of you like family but what I fail to understand is how you don't see what's going on the Wyatt family is dangerous Bray Wyatt is dangerous I don't know how he knows but he knows now they've invited us to this compound and without even thinking, you just accept. Now we have to go and fight them on their turf where they have the advantage. Guys, everything up until now has been fun and games. But if you don't see what's going on, if you don't see the danger that's in front of us, if you don't see the threat that Bray Wyatt is to us, then I don't think that the new day will be able to survive. That promo in that two minutes, in my opinion, put over the Wyatt family more than the WWE has been in the past couple of years. Oh, wow. That's... It was very effective. It was well done. Uh, one of the best promos him and the new day has ever cut. And actually, for me, put over the Wyatt family as a legit threat. Well done. Awesome. And I have no clue where this is going. Well, I think that's one of the things that we like about it. Yeah, this is not predictable. Don't know where it's going. Is he going to turn on New Day? The New Day breaking up. Is he going to join the Wyatt family, which has been done, so I don't think that's happening. But, yeah, man. Cool. Good job. Good job. X Woods. X Woods coming through. That's all I got. Bring it home. The touchdown. I agree with that. Cheers to the New Day and the Wyatt family. They're complete opposites, and their, their interaction is probably one of the best programs that I've seen. I totally agree with you on that. Cheers. Uh, I also agree with you on the cheers with uh, Vicky Guerrero coming back. Cheers to Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins' interaction on the ramp. Did you did you see that? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> that was cute. The ass yeah, <laughs> that was cute. Had a boy. Yeah. Uh, cheers, because I was kind of wondering how the build with... Roman Reigns was going to play out because I'm like this guy's not going to be on TV he, there's no way he's going to be able to build the match but the but Seth Rollins is doing a great Seth Rollins is doing a better job building Roman Reigns than Roman Reigns has been able to do building himself in the last few months since he won the title since Wrestlemania I'll give you that yeah okay um, he just did a great job putting not putting him over but making him relevant and giving him an edge. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, healing on Titus O'Neil wearing the Uncle Sam costume. Oh, okay. To his first singles title match. Well, All right? I'm sure it wasn't his choice. I don't care. Whoever is writing. Second, wasn't his first title match was on the pay-per-view. Well, it's a title match, nonetheless. Mm. All right? It's supposed to be something that's important. When you go out there to fight for the title, whatever title it is, it's like you, you've arrived. All right. You made it to be the guy of that division. 
and and you're taking it as a joke. You you have so much aggression that they had with each other, and I was again, I was so happy. It's not about an America versus Russian thing, and and it's about something a little bit more personal because it it, it came to the point where Rusev disrespected his family, disrespected yeah. his manhood, and, and there country. was so much aggression coming from Titus O'Neil to now Titus O'Neil coming in in Uncle Sam's Uncle Sam's suit to fight in a title match against the United States champion. Like, did you really think he was going to win with that yeah. getup? No, of course not. Completely healed on the choice that, uh, like you said, it wasn't his choice, but that they made him dress up like that completely. Um, finally, I'm a heel the main event. Yeah, I battled with this. I, I okay. healed it. I cheered it. I chilled it. But yeah, I, I, I see where you're going with this. All right. I just... It might have been one of the reasons this whole show just left a bad taste in my mouth. The 16-man tag team main event. Elimination. Elimination main event. Like, weird, first of all. Because why are they mixing the baby faces with the heels? Yeah, that was my point at first. Like, yeah. don't. Lucha, Undergr- Lucha Dragons and... On the bad guy team and the Dudleys on the good guy. Yeah. Like, why weird. are you doing that? You know, it didn't. It's not what. It's so unorthodox. But the intro was called. Cool. Introduced them by country. I thought that was. Saved it a little bit. Okay. So that was my favorite part. Oh, my bad. <laughs> See, should send them I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we were watching the same show then. Yeah, because. Probably, yeah. I, I And some people may disagree. Some people may. I mean, if you're like me, I enjoy watching the intros to superstars when they come in you do like, I like to I, fast forward stuff you always stop me when you're watching I really video. like seeing their intros I don't know why just like the, the pump and circumstance of them coming out I mean Jericho has a great intro you know so in a way I should be healing this part because it's like they took it away took from it, me yeah. but I thought it was a great way to incorporate the fact that these two were different teams. One was Team America, and one was a team of what they call themselves—the United Nations. The yeah, <laughs> international team, right? Yeah, the League of Nations. I don't yeah. know. That's what they should have called themselves. That would be nice. That's a great team name. <laughs> but put that on a shirt. Yeah. Um, why was Kane eliminated? By the way, another thing that bothered me. I don't know. He hit an eliminated man with a steel chair. Oh, disqualification. Yeah, but he hit. An eliminated man, someone who's already been eliminated, who's not even part of the ring. He did the referee a favor. He pretty much said, yeah. referee, you cannot do your job very well, obviously, and you cannot get, uh, who was it, Kevin Owens, right? I don't remember. Um, I think it was Kevin Owens. He hit him. Someone was using a chair, and the referee couldn't get him out of the ring. But all of a sudden, Kane uses the chair, and he's eliminated too. So a double elimination. That makes sense. Yeah, I didn't catch that. But- I who knows? He's been eliminated. He should be thanking him. He should be saying, thank you for, for taking care of this nuisance who I've already eliminated so we could continue with this match. But no, that did not happen. Why did Zack Ryder go into the corner where Alberto Del Rio was just getting hit with uppercuts by Cesaro? I don't know. Another reason I hated this. Okay. Like, they were just... Not on it, man. So if you don't remember, this is what happened. You know, Cesaro does his uppercuts corner to corner to corner. 
they had Alberto de Rio in one corner, they had Ken Owens in the other corner, and they had uh, Zack Ryder in the other corner. So he was actually hitting three corners at a time. Alberto de Rio gets hit with an uppercut, falls off to the ring, removing himself from his corner. Zack Ryder all of a sudden says, you know, let me make it easier for Cesaro and let me move into the corner oh, yeah. that yeah. Alberto de Rio was in so it could make it easier for Cesaro to hit his corner-to-corner move. It's one, of those things, it's one of those things where someone's laying on the ground, but someone goes to the top rope, so they scooch over so that they can hit the move effectively. It's just one of those things you don't you it, explain. It, it's one of the things I question. I, I get you're trying to defend your boy, Zack Ryder. Okay, right, woo, woo, woo. But if I, I'm I trying to think, make this match realistic to me, okay, a wrestling match realistic, right? Yeah. On a wrestling podcast. Um, you're being already hit in your corner. Why move to another corner, which makes it easier to get hit? Uh, who knows? Shouldn't you be playing the offensive? I think just the, nip- the defensive. I think you're nitpicking now. Uh, I just hated this main event so much, man. Monday night's WWE Raw scored at a 1.87 rating, down from a 2.21 rating. That I drew the previous week, obviously. Obviously. Raw averaged 2.658 million viewers, which was down from 3.093 million viewers from the previous week. It was a throwaway show. Yeah, absolutely. They knew that too. They, I, but, and they did no job trying to make it even worthwhile and making it people think like, damn, I missed that show. Check our, check our Facebook page, Facebook, A Shot of Wrestling. We posted a recap video of Raw in pretty much 25 seconds. Sweet. And it was pretty much, <laughs> yeah, spot on. Three-hour show comes um, condensed down to 25 seconds. Loved it. That's all you got? That is all, man, man. All right. Um, my maggle, man. Okay. That brings us on to uh, the end of the show. Which I have to bring up another intro to. Hold on one second. Because this is the, actually, this segment is the longest running segment along with in the news, right? This is one of, think two so, yeah. of the longest segments we had since episode one. You played game episode one? Episode one of A Shot of Wrestling since yeah. game, since one. We've I, I always had it in the news. and 21 games? Wow. Oh, Jesus. Fuck me. Uh, here You're we go. great at it. Time. Are you ready? I'm ready. I want to play. Are you I ready? Gotta, I got to avenge my loss against Bacon last week and see if I could get he my... He destroyed you. <laughs> oh, man, I tried to make it... Uh, anyway, who cares? Yeah. Next time. Next time. Here we go. I'm like the AJ Styles of games with. <laughs> yeah, right. With Michael Hates. You don't deliver. Yeah, I don't deliver. I'm, I'm given opportunity after opportunity. And you fail each time. Yeah. Here we go. Quiet on the set. Can we please have quiet on the set? It's games with Michael Hates. Did you? Yes, I did. I'm ready. I came to play, baby. Did you really? Yes, I did. So that last I came week too. to win. Yeah, so, so that last weekend. Look what you, well, you have to be confident when you play the games. With Michael Hates. You weren't confident last week? <laughs> I gave you a category all about me. <laughs> I did very well in that category, no, actually. What you got for us this week? Uh, I'll give you one guess. Um, is it about the Miz? This game is all about the Miz. <laughs> Great. So I it's guess only you, fitting. I guess you can say this game's awesome. Yes, the most awesomest game in SOW's history. 
un- there's 12 questions. Okay. Very easy for me to do because I only had to look up the answer to two of them. Okay. <laughs> 10, I sped off right away. I know that's good or a little sad. But here we go. I'm not like a big... I'm, I'm a Miss fan. I'm not like the biggest Miss fan. That's why you should have gave me the questions. Yeah, I think so. I'm oh, like angry Miz girl. Like, I don't know yeah. if I'm going to be as happy. So I, I give these questions and answers without looking at them because I need a lot. <laughs> All right, what do you got? Question number one. Play along. See if you could trump me. Or trump Jeff because it was going to lose. Jeff. Jeff. The Miz came in second place in Tough Enough. Okay. Who came in first? Damn. <laughs> I have no idea. I um, do not know. No? No. Uh, Daniel, Daniel Pewter. Pewter. Okay. The Miz hosted what WWE competition? Um, he hosted uh, NXT. No. The WWE Diva, Diva Search. Search. Oh. Okay. Yeah, 0 for 2. Okay. At least I answered the second one. After debuting okay. and going undefeated for three months, Damn. he finally lost at Armageddon. I don't know. <laughs> Who beat him? Um, the Big Show. Uh, the Boogeyman. Oh, gosh. Okay. He was coming to get him. <laughs> That's not awesome. They get easier from here on out. Please. Uh, he is a big sports fan of his hometown teams. Of what city? Cleveland. Very good. You're on the board. All right. <laughs> In 2007, he was drafted to what show? Or what brand? Ooh. It's 2007. 2007. Um, I'm going to go with uh, SmackDown. Trick question. It was 33333 ECW. Ooh. Oh, you got that one wrong. wrong column. Yeah, no, that was wrong. In ECW, he formed a tag team with who? Oh, he did. Uh, John Morrison. Correct. Yes. Back on the board. Yeah, he had that dirt sheet skit thing, right? His first title with the company was... Which title? His first title... uh, The... Tag Team Championship? I'll give it to you. It was a WWE Ooh. Tag Team Championship. Not to be confused with the World WWF. Tag Team Championship. Oh. <laughs> Three correct, four wrong. You're getting okay. there. Little by little. I'm going to give you this one because I know you know the answer to this. Check. Let's hope so. Morrison and Miz gained popularity by hosting this Slammy Award winning show on WWE.com. What was it called? The Dirt Sheet. Very good. Four for four. This, is, this is, is pretty exciting. Is that, is that why you didn't comment on it earlier? Yeah, exactly. That's why you brushed it off. <laughs> four for four. Okay, I'm tied. Can we end the game now? Because this way I don't lose. I, I tie. Four questions left? Six questions left? Okay, here we go. Oh, yeah, six questions left. Here we go. He was a mentor twice on the original NXT. Okay. Who were his two protégés? Alex Riley. Very good. That was the harder one. And the easy one is Daniel Bryan. Very good. Yes. Check you out. You're ahead now. <laughs> yes. How you doing, Jeff? He, he probably is going. Uh, uh, anybody streak. else? He's doing, he's doing great. 
Uh, Corey, probably Jeff has all of them, right? Yeah, I believe in him. He's he's, um, he's, he's, a, he's a great competitor. And Steve from Minneapolis, how you doing, buddy? I'm going to come once or twice. Here we go, ready? Go. Five and four. Okay. He was the winner. Uh, he was the first winner of Money in the Bank while holding a championship already. Ooh. What title did he hold when he won Money in the Bank? United States Championship. Who the fuck are you? Where were you last week? Correct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Excited again. There are two questions Redemption. left. You have six. Can we just stop the game right no, now? No, there are two oh, questions left. Oh, gosh. The Miz was cast to star in the Marine 3. Okay. After this superstar dropped out. Randy Orton. No. You won this game. All right. Yes. And do you know why he dropped out? Because his pass with the Marine Corps. Yes, because he went AWOL. Not I guess good, uh... lastly, just for shits and giggles, okay. give you a final score. The Miz's resume is pretty impressive. Some would say awesome. Yeah. He was ranked number one. Of the top 500 single wrestlers in the Pro Wrestling Illustrated Top 500 in 2011. That's great. He is a Money in the Bank winner. I know. Two-time Slammy Award winner. Okay. He is the 14th Grand Slam champion. 25th Triple Crown champion. Wow. He has won a total of how many championships? That's awesome. Um, He has won... This is a a throwaway for you. You don't need to answer this one, right? a, A total. Total. From... Debut to current. All his championships, including like U.S. title and... All his championships. Or singles and tag. Singles, tag. Um, 5, carry the 2. And then... What's that? It was in 3 and then 4. I'm going to go... Total championships, 11. He's a WW Championship one time. Okay. He's a United States Championship champion two times. Okay. An Intercontinental Champion five times. Oh, I got that one right in my mind. <laughs> a WWE Tag Team Champion four times. Oh. A World Tag Team Champion two times, bringing his 15. reign to 14 titles. Ooh. But who gives AF yes. with a score of seven to five? Yes. Finally. You won a game? Yes. It's been a long time. Uh, let me check the weather and hell. I think it might be below 32 degrees. Well, it's a hot day in New York City, man. Good job, buddy, man. Awesome. I'm back, baby. Yeah. Got your confidence back, right? Yes. Bring Jeff back. <laughs> Bring him back. I'm ready for or you, Or any brother. challenger. I'm ready. Anybody you, you want to challenge me? You too, Steve. Feel free. You too, fucking Steve. Anybody Anybody up for the challenge? I'm, I'm ready to go. Well, good time. Good, uh, good time. Good job, buddy. Thank you. Greatly appreciate Very it. Very proud of you. Yeah. They were really tough at the beginning, I have to say. Yeah, they got easier. <laughs> all right. That's all I got. Any go-home thoughts for you? Uh, I'm looking forward to the draft. I'm going to... You're very excited very, for the draft. I like can't I, wait. You're, like, you're giddy when I when I say the word draft. Yeah, I can't wait. I, I get excited every year for the NFL draft. That's real. This is not real, obviously, but... Because it's not like the drafts we're used to. 
where there's already two separate rosters. One guy from one show is going to another show. Mm-hmm. Each show is going to develop their own roster. So I'm curious who goes where. I'm sure next year's I won't be as excited because except we know the roster already. But I'm seeing what the face of each show is going to be. I'm seeing where Zach Ryan lands. That's that's the show you're going to watch. Yeah. Probably SmackDown. Probably. I think uh, the SmackDown it has been always known as the B show. And, uh, yeah, because it's always taped. Raw is always the A show. But now that SmackDown's live, there's going to be no difference, I think. So, well, maybe Raw could be the A-plus show, and then yeah. SmackDown could be the A show. Because SmackDown only was, was B because we knew that going into it. So Yeah, so it, it went up a, a grade or two. It, it's going to be the A show, and uh, Raw's going to be the A-plus-plus show. Yeah, we'll see. Here we go. Any uh, go-home thoughts for you? Well, in the middle of the show, we got a new Instagram follower okay so just want since we're doing shout outs to your brother happy birthday bro um shout outs to steve right from uh no, fuck steve he, he, <laughs> he, he thinks he's better than you um want to give shout outs to one of our new instagram followers pum sky nash is that a real person or a fucking pum sky nash that's your name on instagram Linny lynn otherwise known as Lindsay. uh thanks for the follow hope you enjoy the show hope you played along with me and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. If you're playing along to this week's drinking game, we said heal four times before Raw cheers and heals. Oh, okay. <laughs> but then it got pushed to 14 does times. It, does that count? Does it count? Yeah. Okay. We were doing pretty good, but then it just kind of ran right into 14 by the end of Raw cheers and heals. So there you go. You're probably drunk by now. Yeah. To be part of the conversation, follow us at A Shot of Wrestling on Facebook and Instagram and Shot of Wrestling, no A, on Twitter for all your news updates. This show is from the fans and to the fans, and this is your forum to discuss your thoughts. Have fun with it, and who knows, your thoughts could be part of next week's show. For more information or to be a sponsor, email us at inbox at a shot of wrestling.com. Um, hopefully we got some big things to store next week, right? Hopefully. Knock on wood. <laughs> um, for the Green Man, I have been Michael J. Putty. Thank you for joining us and celebrating The Miz. Until next week, Putty, out. I came to Hey baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh my. And maybe you seem a bit confused, yeah baby, but I got you pinned. Ha 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 But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night everybody. <laughs>